rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2100. Wow, be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in Geneva, Florida, with a very special guest by the name of Alex Ostrohansky. Alex, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Thanks for having me. I am. All right. I should say, are you ready to roll across the garage floor? Because today we're going to be talking about a very cool product that I've had the uh, one of the founders on the show here before. But before we get to that, what's one little thing that most people don't know about you, Alex? Um, I'm a hardcore detailing hobbyist. Oh, okay. A hardcore detailing hobbyist. That's very interesting. So I know what that means because I've been a detailing maniac my whole life. But what is a hardcore detailing hobbyist look like? Um, it's mainly just my thing. I think with all my knowledge and skills that you'd be you would think that I would be in that industry specifically, but I always have wanted to keep it just a hobby. Um, it's something that I use to, you know, relieve stress and just overall enjoy, which is kind of crazy because a lot of people ultimately hate doing that. Like that's the worst <laughs> part of owning vehicles and stuff, but I absolutely love it. Yeah. You know, I do too. My listeners know this. I started a detailing business when I was 14. And it was a wonderful way to make money, to pay for surfboards. I grew up in Southern California. It paid for my college education, uh, helped my wife and I save money for our first home. And I even have a sign in my garage that says, shh, therapy in progress. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I understand you. So you yeah, get it. I do very yeah. much so. Well, let me give you a proper introduction. We're going to talk about a very cool detailing therapy device that your company makes that is wonderful. Alex Ostrohansky is the chief marketing officer at Viper Chair, an American-made rolling chair that is unlike any garage or shop chair that you've ever sat on. The design and craftsmanship makes it a lifetime purchase that not only looks like unlike anything you've seen, but allows you to work in the favorite room of your home, your garage, for hours on end in comfort and easy mobility. Alex is a lifelong automotive enthusiast who loves anything that looks great and goes fast, always in the shop working on project cars. He discovered Viper Chair and became a customer. He was so impressed with the brand that he went to work for the company, and the rest is history. We'll be back in just a moment, but first a word from our valued sponsor, so please give them a little love. Better yet, give them a little business because they're the reason we can come back to you every day, and we'll be right back. You know I've been an advocate for Covercraft products to protect my vehicles for decades, but did you know that they also offer you top-quality products for your boats and watercraft? Covercraft puts their quality design, manufacturing, and fabrics into their full-cover bimini tops, T-tops, boat lift covers, outboard motor covers, personal watercraft, and accessories. Protect your marine toys from damaging UV ray, and you'll get the same high-quality fit and finish you've come to know for your road vehicles for your watercraft. And I've got a great offer for you as well. As usual, use the code YA21 at Covercraft.com, and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order. That's right, 10% off. And you get some free shipping, too. Simply use the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you on the road and even on the water. Visit Covercraft.com today. 
I recently learned about Zengen after having Matt Spurlock as my guest here on Cars Yeah. It's an oil analysis kit that allowed me to sample my engine's oil and learn about its inner health with my own personalized and detailed Zengen report. It's only $39.95 and the shipping is free both ways. Your Zengen oil analysis costs less than an oil change. I ordered two sample kits and discovered their easy to use process took me less than five minutes to collect my vehicle sample and mail it back to their world-class labs. In only five days, Zengen sent me a link via email to my very own personalized Zengen score. My custom report measures 30 different data points, including contamination, metals, lubricants, additives, and a whole lot more. I was so relieved to learn that my vehicles, well, they're doing just fine. And I've got a deal for you. Go to ZengenScore.com and use the code CARSYEAH20 and you'll get 20% off your first two kits. What a deal. And this makes a great gift as well. Preventative knowledge and maintenance could save you thousands of dollars and you'll rest better at night knowing that your Zengen score means your engine is in perfect condition. That's ZengenScore.com and use the code CARSYEAH20 today to get 20% off. Zengen, it'll put your mind at ease. I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day and he asked me about American Collectors Insurance. He said, while I listen to you on Cars Yeah, you're always talking about agreed value collector car insurance. Well, I insure all my cars on my regular auto insurance policy, and I've done it for years. Why use a different company for my collector cars? I get a multi-car discount. Isn't that good enough? I suggested he call his carrier and ask how much he would get if his collector car was totaled are stolen. He called back and said, boy, that was a scary conversation. Their value of my car wasn't even close to what it's really worth. Thank you for the education, Mark. So don't just hope for a fair claim settlement. Be certain and know exactly what you receive with an agreed value policy. American Collectors Insurance has been protecting enthusiasts since 1976. Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 866- 224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of Mark Green's at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors, automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. So Alex, we are back. So we're going to dive a little deeper into the corner of how you turned a hobby and a passion for car care now into a career with Viper Chair. So talk us through the evolvement here of your new career, I should say, working for Viper Chair, how that all came about. And then we'll dive deeper into the actual device, the chair that uh, is oh so cool. Yeah, definitely. I mean, from the beginning, uh, my background's pretty much in the business and law industries with a with a really good marketing sense and all those as well. But like I said, I'm a big hobbyist detailer. So, you know, I have my shop. And when I was detailing a car, I had one of those cheap shop chairs that we all have, we hate. I hit a little pebble as I was polishing and twisted my knee. The knee swelled up. I couldn't walk for a couple of days. Oh. And I was like, there's got to be something better out there. So I started researching and I actually came across Viper Chair real early on when they first started out when there was no reviews, no nothing, no, no following, anything like that. And I just looked at them like, that's really cool commented on the picture i said oh wisconsin are you guys you guys gonna send me some spotted cow down because new glarus is a great beer from up there and um, <laughs> the response was of course and then so one thing led to another i got on the phone asking how this chair would be 
like some more specs about the chair to see if it'd work well for detailing. And then Dane, the CEO, picks up the phone. It's like, you know what? That's pretty awesome. You call and you get the CEO on the phone. And I do want to say, you do that today, you're still going to get Dane or Dylan, one of the CEOs or the presidents on there, on the phone call for you, which is, I think is awesome. But anyway, start talking about him and just talking about the product, loved it. And then I, that's how I became a customer. Um, and then as soon as I got it in my hands, it was everything that I thought it was going to be and even better than that. So I just went out of my way to just get it out there and wanted to tell the whole world how awesome this chair was. And that's where it started. You know, it's very cool. Now, regular listeners remember back in November of 2020, and Dane was a guest on the show, I guess number 1692. So it's been a little while since I've been able to have somebody from Viper Chair back. But this is a great example of two things, taking a passion and turning it into a career, but also discovering a product and then helping them brand that even deeper into the marketplace and helping people understand and learn why this thing is so cool. So let's talk about Viper Chair and what makes it great. Now, my listeners, again, will know I worked in the automotive industry for a long time. I sold a lot of creepers to help develop creepers, chairs to work on, detailing chairs. And they've evolved a lot over the years. But what you guys have done is taken that concept and put it on multiple triple steroids or something like yeah. that because it's just so cool. So let's walk through some of the attributes. And of course, for all you listeners, you can go to their website, vaporchair.com. You'll see what we're talking about. And this thing is so cool. And for those of us who love to play in the garage, work on the cars, detail cars, uh, do brake jobs, change wheels, whatever it might be, this just makes the experience so much more delightful, right? Exactly. And that's why I fell in love with it too. Well, number one is that we proudly make our products in the USA. So every Viper chair that we sell, it's all made in the USA. So, I mean, that alone is really crucial, especially in this day and age where no one else is doing it. You know, we have companies that are sending stuff overseas to have made rather than making it here. So I'm really, we're really big on that. And then going through the rest of the chair, it's like anything that was horrible on the other chairs, we we didn't cheap out. We didn't cut corners. We'd made sure to use the, the finest, most premium materials to make the chair. So starting off the casters, I think like you mentioned uh, before this call, there was some uh, different levels of casters being uh, used from metal to rollerblade wheels, stuff like that. Um, but not all those are great for the garage environment. They can nick up the floor. They can crack and stuff like that. So we went with the large four-inch industrial grade caster. So you can literally roll over anything. My shop is always dirty. There's dirt debris, zip ties, all that stuff polishing cords like all that you can roll over with ease and not only is it because of the caster but it's also because of the wide base so we want the wider base with five wheels and that's what's going to provide the ultimate stability so that when you do encounter something on the ground you're not going to tip over you know it has a nice level base and then we use all steel either it's powder coated or it's stainless steel and then we use grade five grade eight you know zinc coated hardware so it's going to not rust or corrode and then moving up to the seat, we use uh, our seats are three and a half inches thick. So they're super comfortable. They're dense material. It, it, literally just anything that needed to be better on a chair, we made it the best. Mm -hmm. And so that's why these have kind of, you know, taken over the garage industry lately. Absolutely. And I understand there's different styles of seats and things that people can order. Maybe even yeah. colors. Is that right? Yeah, correct. So like we started off with one chair and then we developed the other chair and those are the elevated and the robust steel max, the traditional chairs that everyone sees with the ring around them. Um, and when I jumped on, we were really focusing mainly on kind of car guys welding because that was the background of the guys. 
Um, and then when I jumped on board, I was like, no, this has got to go. We got to start going towards the detailing markets, the race shops and all that stuff. And as we did that, we are always customer heavy. We always want their feedback. So we took that those chairs and when people said they wanted certain things done with it or certain things changed, because we are a small family owned company and because we manufacture everything in house, we can do that at, on a whim, like we can develop a chair and in two weeks have it out to the customers. Like it's that easy. So we took all that feedback and we made different variations of the chairs, ones without the footrest, ones that are rectangular instead of circular. Um, and then because this is a lifelong purchase, you know, we wanted to make it special. So you can custom, you can choose different powder coating options. We have black, red, and blue, and then we have different seat colors, different caster colors. We've also offered crazy customization offers. So you can have it, your logo, your business logo custom embroidered on there or a custom color. Like if you want something to match your grabber orange Mustang or something like that, then you can. Or grabber blue, my apologies. I don't want to get called out on a car podcast for saying the wrong color. I know. We'll get all these emails from it. Why? Doesn't he know what he's talking about? No. You Grabber know, blue. <laughs> you do know what you're talking about or plum crazy or any of the other crazy colors. It reminds me go. of my old Schwinn bicycle orange crate uh, that I saved up and bought my orange crate Schwinn bicycle back in the day. So in essence here, it's very close to being able to get a bespoke, if not a bespoke, creeper if you really want to do that. Otherwise, uh, it sounds like a wonderful, wonderful way to... Make that time in your garage, that therapy time, a lot more comfortable. And we all know there's nothing worse than using a bad tool or a product that doesn't work well or uh, after an hour sitting on something, go, oh, I got to get up. This is not comfortable. So there's so many cool things that you do. What has it been like for you to take your passion, your hobby, and now work that as part of your career? How important has that been for you? Oh, I absolutely love it. I say all the time, like, I've never worked harder, never worked more hours in a job ever. And I honestly feel like I don't work a day at all. Like I just, I absolutely love it. I go talk with people and partners and stuff like that. And every time they're just like, they want the product, not only because it's a good product, but they see how, how much passion we're putting into it. And that means a lot. And it's literally, I don't see myself doing that, but it's it just, it's an amazing experience when you find out your passion and what you should be doing and you do it, it there's nothing better than that. So I, I absolutely love what I'm doing. I love kind of like this Viper movement that we're on, you know, uh, we want to, we want to take all that stuff that gets overlooked in the garage, all the things that are bad and, and make better versions of them. So people can actually enjoy being out in the garage and doing what they love comfortably. Yeah, you guys are having some fun because I follow you on social media and you're having some fun with your advertising right now. You've kind of taken it to a different place where you're you're poking fun at things, you're having fun, it's, it's loose, it's not so rigid, it kind of ties to the actual experiences in the garage. I think the last one I saw last night was a car pulling into a garage and not running over, but running into an old crummy creeper and it goes <laughs> flying across the room. So you're kind of reaching an audience that, understands having fun in the garage and what that means right exactly we're just a, a young fun group of young guys and we don't we're not you know this isn't a company of suit and ties that make a chair and base it all off of price and margins and all that stuff we want to make something that we want in the shop like every chair we've made is something that we use in the shop and exactly how we would want that so we don't cut the corners we want exactly what we want and so we get to have fun with it you know like when we first started marketing it was more so sharing people's thoughts in it, from testimonials to just their pictures that was our social media just so that people understood that like this isn't just a chair that some random guy built this is something that we as enthusiasts built and is appreciated by other enthusiasts and since we've grown since then you know we have the more 
uh, the ability to have fun and play around with it because we've kind of established ourselves in all the industries. So what's better than a couple of guys uh, having some fun on the job and, and selling great products, you know? Well, that's what it's all about. You're selling fun, comfort, ease of use, all those different things. You know, we talk about your career, your life. A lot of people who are not all of them, at least I've spoken to that are successful have what I call a driving inspiration in their life, some kind of mentor, someone that's helped them be successful. Is there somebody like that in your world? Definitely. And a tough, tough uh, question right now, because I, to answer your question, it was my very first boss and my very first real job right out of college. And I actually just recently found out that he passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, a little tough. But I mean, he was a huge inspiration. I, honestly, I talked about him all the time when, when I get posed with a question, someone's asking for help or something, I almost always quote or get inspiration from what he did with me. And that's what I do. We're growing our team here at Viper. And a lot of people have questions. And so a lot of that, you know, motivation and, um, stuff that I'm passing along really does come from him. So what was, what was his name? His name is Shay, Shay Gentry. Um, super great guy. Anybody that knew him understood. He was a guy that liked to have fun, but always got his stuff done. And he, you know, he really taught me about how to have fun doing what you are doing and how to do it the best way. And and again, my condolences for losing somebody like that, who's been in your life, but how fortunate you were to have him in your life. And now no doubt he's smiling from above, happy that you're taking the lessons he taught you and paying them forward to the people that you work with as well. That's really what it's all about, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, one of his things that he'd always tell me about probably like once a week, if if not more, was just that life's about averages. And that's always stuck with me. And it, it, I pass it along to people that, that work with me because um, I mean, we all have bad days. We all make a bad design or put out a bad video or or mess up on a, a product or whatever, but it doesn't matter. You can't get stuck on that one thing. It's it literally is life's about the averages. Like you're not going to remember it two weeks from now. You just keep, keep it up, keep a positive mindset and keep going. And your good stuff is going to far outweigh anything that you did wrong or incorrect or something that you could have done better. What a great life's about averages. I like that, that concept. And it goes back to the idea of being not being afraid to fail, giving things a try. Uh, lots of times people have this idea that failure is not an option. And most of the successful people I talk to is failure is key. Because yep. if you're not failing, you're not trying anything outside of the boundaries. It's like a race car driver. They will drive to the limit and during qualifying, they'll push, push, push. And sometimes they find out where the limit is and they go into a wall or off into the gravel. So that's how you expand and learn, right? 100%. And even on the, rather than just, you know, focusing on the things you did wrong too, I mean, you, all those successes, it's something that you should really evaluate too. Every time you have something that went really well, uh, I'm a big believer in taking a look at that and evaluating it and see how you can do even better next time. Because no matter what you put out, you, there's always something you could do better. And so if you don't settle and you just keep looking at it like that, you can constantly be improving yourself and putting out better work day after day. So kind of both ends of it. Yeah, I believe so. And having worked in an industry where I was developing, constantly developing new products and things, I would assume at Viper Chair, you guys probably sit around and say, okay, now we've designed and built this chair. How do we wreck it to find out where the weak points are? 
right? Yeah, and I think you've seen our videos. I mean, we've thrown them off roofs. <laughs> you have. <laughs> I, we even named one uh, Derby, and I've, I, I'm down Demolition here Demolition Derby? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you got it. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, we call them Derby, and I, I even flew them up, uh, went through airport security, went through the escalators, all that stuff, all the way up to Wisconsin. Um, and we literally have done everything. He's got. He's been run over by ATV. He's rolled down a 300-foot <laughs> hill. He's went swimming, and it's literally – there's the funny aspect of it, but if you stop and think about all the things he's going through and the fact that I still, to this day, have that guy in my shop right now and I use him every day, it says a lot. Yeah, he's a little beat up. He's got some bumps and bruises, but he works as he's intended. And that, I mean, there's nothing really out on the market that can say the same thing from a chair standpoint. So, well, sure. I mean, how many times have we bought something that looks really cool and you use it? And the first thing that comes to mind is, did the people that developed this ever actually use it? Yeah. Because I don't think they did. It looked cool. It's made. Not, I mean, they went through all the trouble of getting something that's designed well, looks beautiful, marketed it, shipped it, developed it, made it. And then when the consumer gets it, you and I sit there and we go and use it and we go, what? What the heck here? This is terrible, right? Yeah, and I think that's what really separates Viper from uh, the majority of the other companies is that we're enthusiasts. We use these products, we develop them, try them out, and fix them. We're not we're not opposed to you know even if we spend a lot of time on a product and it sucks, we're okay scrapping it. If it's not something that we wouldn't use in our shop, we wouldn't do. Um, so that's that's really really important to us. Um, just from the enthusiast standpoint, you know, we always say like for enthusiasts, by enthusiasts, and, and it's true. My understanding as well, having your uh, partner in crime there, I say that with fun, Dane, uh, is uh, listening to the consumer because a lot of times – is we feel like companies, I'm dealing with that, with that right now with a company, which is like their communication method is so bizarre. It's like, here's the example. I ordered something back in January. I still don't have it. And they just sent me two requests to give opinions on the product. And I'm thinking – why would you do that? I don't even have it yet. Yeah, a little out of touch. Yeah, uh, for sure. basically, yeah, is, is the right hand talking to the left hand? So sounds like uh, your team there, Viper Chair, doesn't make those kinds of mistakes. Well, we'll take a short break. We come back. I've got the challenge question for you. It's always a fun one here at Cars. Yeah, so keep that in mind. We'll be right back. Auto Geeks Blackfire SiO2 Spray Sealant. It's a spray-on, wipe-off sealant that's quick, safe, and easy to clean and protect your vehicles. I love using it on all my cars. Auto Geek's Blackfire SiO2 Spray Sealant is a spray-on, wipe-away sealant that uses SiO2 ingredients to provide a slick, brilliant, and long-lasting shine. Silicon dioxide is known to be one of the most effective ingredients in car care products, and Blackfire Spray Sealant takes advantage of of every stunning feature it has to offer. This sealant will protect your paint from road film, dirt, and other common contaminants while providing an impeccable, long-lasting, hydrophobic surface that forces water to sheet and bead on your paint for months. Go to autogeek.net to get yours and for the best product selections on the internet today, along with their skilled technical support. Autogeek.net is where I go for all my detailing needs. That's autogeek.net. Check them out today. Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on firsthand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, 
smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe, and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. If your car started today, well, thank a tech. If that truck delivering your goods today got to your home or your business, thank a tech. If that airplane you rode in took off and landed safely, and if that boat you're riding in arrived at the dock safe and sound, that's right, thank a tech. One thing the pandemic has taught us is that great techs keep America rolling. They are essential workers and we need them. Support career and technical education by getting involved with TechForce Foundation. It's a Cars Yeah charity of choice. Learn more at techforce.org today. So Alex, the challenge question. I want you to share a big challenge, big failure, something you had to overcome that really taught you a valuable lesson. Goes back to that comment we made earlier that you need to push things to the limit to find out how they break and so that we can learn and expand. So take us on one of those rather bumpy rides in your life. Well, I think the one that comes to my mind real quickly is is this whole Viper journey, you know. So one thing that we've really struggled with, especially going into the pandemic and, you know, not being able to get the chair in people's hands and relying more on word of mouth and what kind of content we put out was just the bigger part was getting people to overlook or change their mindset because lately the mindset is geared towards consumable products. You know, it's not like the good old days where, you know, you put out stuff like a refrigerator and that refrigerator is going to last you 50 years. Now everyone's in that mindset. It lasts like two years now or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. So everyone's in that mindset where like, oh, it's broke. I'm just going to buy a new one. And they're like, okay, buying 10 cheap chairs and it just doesn't make sense but it, i the more that i that I encountered it over day after day working at viper it was just, they just didn't know they didn't understand because a lot of the people are in it from a different you know culture and uh, and all that stuff so it's like or i guess time period they don't you know my dad taught me to always pick quality over that and so right. it's one of those things where like you buy once you can cry once if it's too much money you say cry once it comes to mind is uh the great car collector i've just had him on my show again bruce meyer uh who's yeah. part, you know and he used to say buy the best you can cry once but you'll love it for the rest of the time you own it because and the idea is to buy the best you can afford my dad used to tell me that i remember i wanted a schwinn bike and they were too expensive so i could have bought a huffy and he said well why do you want a Huffy? I thought you wanted a Schwinn. Yeah, but I've got the money for the Huffy now. And he said, well, why don't you wait a few more months, mow a few more lawns and get what you really want? Because you're going to walk out and look at that Huffy and go, God, I wish I'd waited and bought what I wanted. 100%. He's right, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's just this day and age, it's, just, it's, you know, it's been tough eliminating that mindset in a lot of people, but we're making progress. And so the the way I tackled that was, you know, I jump in my truck with five Viper chairs in the back. I'll go to every car show, cars and coffee, any type of event I get to is just the getting people to put their hands on these chairs and understand what they're about and why they cost them as much as they do. Um, there's a reason for it. It's all about the quality. This is something that's going to, you know, built to last a long time. So um, just put my nose down and drove across Florida for about a year, uh, anywhere I could, anywhere there was some way I could get a Viper chair in someone's hands. That's really what helped, you know, spread the word and, and get people to understand what we were doing. You know, I really love this because you're right. For some reason, I don't know when it happened. I guess there's a whole psychological analysis of this is when the consumable concept that things are just throw away and don't buy things that are too expensive. But in the long run, uh, it's much 
more economical and cheaper to buy one nice thing that lasts a long time. But you're right, a lot of things just aren't built that well. And that goes back to making things in America and having pride in what you create and develop. And I'm so happy that you're doing that. Plus, you're providing jobs here. And yep. of course, I like to, you know, we're recording this today after Flag Day, you know, but every day is Flag Day at my house. Uh, exactly. To, to su- yeah, to support uh, the home team. And uh, not that we don't have allies around the world, but at the same time, uh, it's, it's got to start at home, my opinion, is if you don't take care of your neighborhood and the people around here and make sure they're employed and doing well, you're going to have trouble. So I I love the fact that you guys are doing that here as well. Of course, we got to talk about cars today, Alex, because you're a car guy. So I want you to share a very special vehicle in your life and why or what made that vehicle such a cool ride. Hands down have to be my very first car, which was a 2002 Mustang. It was a six cylinder, nothing special about it, but it didn't matter. I felt like it was fast. I mean, all the experiences and first and all that stuff that I had in that car, no matter what car, I can have a Ferrari tomorrow, but it's never going to touch that Mustang just because all the memories that were made in. I mean, it was first car shows, first first thing I ever detailed, you know, first time I went down a racetrack uh, at 17 seconds and a quarter mile. But it doesn't matter because it was, you know, the first time I ever got to do that stuff. So right. nothing's ever going to touch that car. Yeah, Mustangs are one of those vehicles like the Corvette or the Porsche 911 that's just is so endearing and it's just been around forever. I had a 66 fastback that had been made into a Shelby GT350 clone or fakey do or whatever you want to call it. But I tell you, of all the cool cars I've had, I've mostly driven European sports cars. That car garnered the most comments, admiration. I couldn't get gas without it lasting 30 minutes because everybody has a Mustang story. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, and I've had way cooler cars, way faster cars, all that stuff, but there's still nothing that touches that, that one first car for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's that freedom, you know, as yeah. a kid, all of a sudden you can like leave home and look in the mirror and go, I'm free. I can yeah. go wherever. <laughs> and we live in a country where we have freedoms too. And it's so vast. I mean, you can go anywhere. Yeah, I remember even like me and my buddy would dress up, put some glasses on and a collared shirt and go on the racetrack and say we were old enough to race and do all that fun stuff. So I mean, nothing can replace that. Oh, yeah. Wonderful memories for sure. So I'm going to be your car psychologist. I'm going to have you sit back on the couch. Think about this. If you were reincarnated, manifest as a vehicle, not what you want to be, but how you perceive your attributes, the man in the mirror as a vehicle, what would you be? But more importantly, why? Ah, uh, um, I think I'd have to go with a truck and because I'm a Raptor guy, I'll say a Raptor. Okay. Uh, mainly for the versatility. I mean, especially something like the Raptor where it does so many different things. It can haul things. It can just be a daily driver. You can go off-road, have fun. Just a little bit of everything, kind of like a do anything and everything type of mentality. So they're dependable. You can use them in every situation. Just I'm, I'm a kind of guy that just always goes with the flow and does whatever is needed to be done in order to get to achieve the goal. I think that's what a truck really offers is you can have kids in there. You can have, you know, a load of rocks in the back. You can basically do anything with a truck. So I depict a little bit of Fordness in your life. A little bit. Yeah. But I'm also a Chevy guy. I got a, I got a history with a bunch of Corvettes too. So I I, I don't, I don't, I I like everything as long as it's fast, fun, you know, looks good. That's all I really care about. I like, I have some import stuff as well. So it's a little bit of everything. I, I don't have any grudges against anything. Well, my slogan is, if it rolls on rubber, I probably love it for some 100%, reason. 100%. Yeah, for 100%, sure. Yeah. My next door neighbor bought a Raptor, and first time I drove that thing, I looked at him and I went, 
Whoa, this is no Ford truck I've ever driven. Not only the speed, but the comfort. Yeah. It just does everything. And he takes it out to his ranch in eastern Washington, and he drives it like a truck should be driven. And when he comes back, in fact, usually when he's coming back from the ranch, he'll text me. He goes, I'm coming up the hill, look out the window. And I'll look up and it's just covered in two inches of mud, (laughs) you know, and I'm like, good for you, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It's just fun. And it's literally one of those things that you can always use it. There's always a purpose for it, you know? And that just, I, I love it. I love, I have one myself and it's, it's, I've had a lot of cool cars and nothing really does it all for me like the Raptor has just because you can have fun. You can go fast in it. You can carry stuff. You can go off road. You can go jump it. You know, there's tons of different things you can do with it. So just all around do anything you want type of ordeal. I love that. It's pretty incredible. Is that your Raptor, the one you sent me in the picture? Yeah, correct. Yeah. Well, you listeners can see that on uh, Alex's show notes page on the Cardia website. Yeah, that thing's a beast. I, I pulled his Raptor in my garage to do a video for one of my sponsors, Covercraft, and I have a we have an X5 and I you know Porsche and a BMW and pull that thing in. I'm like, geez, this thing's big. It's yeah, it's a massive. I have a, a 2,400 square foot shop and it looks big until I pull the Raptor in there and then it's like I can't see the other half of the shop or anything like that. <laughs> mine's a little bit lifted and stuff, so it's it's a it's a it's a beast. <laughs> yeah, they are for sure. So let's talk about a great book that you've enjoyed that you'd like to share with our listeners today. Um, one of my favorite books by far, kind of, I don't know, I think a lot of people might have heard about it, but it's called, uh, don't sweat the small stuff and it's all small stuff. And it really is just that thing. It's like, we can get caught up so much in all the anxiety driven stuff. And it's just like, if you, no matter what you're going through in a month, you're going to, you're going to forget that you even went through it. It's just a matter of like, you know, just being kind of what my boss told me, my very first boss is it's all about averages. It's like, you can have bad days, but that's all it is. It's a bad day. It's not a bad life. It's not a bad week. None of that stuff. So just being able to like have that mindset, I think is so important. So I always recommend that book to people because it's one of those things that I don't think a lot of people really do or practice in their life uh, as far as not being so concerned or anxious about the little things like some, some people that'll ruin their day. And I know I've been there uh, in a time and just making up scenarios in my head, worst case scenarios, because of one thing went hap- happened that went bad. And so um, I'm a big advocate of that book. Yeah, that's by Richard Carlson. And I enjoy that book because I tend to be someone who's wound a little tight. I do sweat the small stuff all the time. And it helped me re-envision how to reapproach that concept in a more positive way because it, it can tie you up in knots sometimes. And my kids are really good about it. I go, Dad, chill out. You don't need to worry about that, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah, and that, that's one of the things, like, and that's why with my first boss was so memorable is like he would he would call me out just like you're saying that your kids do and that that's been so crucial so sometimes when i'm getting overwhelmed it's like i still feel like i feel him on my back you know just telling me like just chill out you know go have a beer or something it'll be fine tomorrow type deal like don't <laughs> yeah. worry about it yeah it's hard to do when you're uh when your dna works that way but uh yeah we can all improve that for sure so let's go on the ultimate drive i'm going to enable you to have some fun today i'm going to buy you any vehicle in the world I'm going to send you anywhere in the world and you can be with anybody, even somebody who's passed. We can bring them back and enjoy a ride with that person. So what does the ultimate drive or ride look like for Alex? 100% uh, uh, with Jay Leno. Um, I want him driving. I want to be in the passenger seat. And uh, my dream car is a 69 Corvette. So big block, 69 Corvette, want Jay Leno driving. And I just want to hear him talk about all of his cool stories because I know that guy has – I'm a big Jay Leno guy. I'm always watching the, the garage, and I love when he talks about all of his stories and stuff. And I feel like we haven't heard 
you know, 10% of them. So I would love just to go out on those, those windy roads that he takes his tours on or his drives on in the show and in that car and listen to all the good things he has to say. I, there's nothing better that, than that for me. That'd be pretty fun for sure. Yeah, he certainly knows how to make people laugh. And his wealth of knowledge with vehicles and his collection in the Big Dog Garage, wow. Uh, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty <laughs> amazing. You know, people always think, how did he get all those vehicles? And I go, well, the guy's been around a while. You know, he's been collecting for a long, long time. He invests in vehicles and enjoys them. But what I like best about Jay is, he drives his cars. I remember yeah. saying once, he goes, you know, I like to buy 100-point restored cars and drive them down to 50 and then re-restore them back to 100 and drive them again. Exactly. That's a true car guy, and I love that. Yeah, it's very cool. Well, you've taken us on a very nice journey. You are indeed a true car guy, and I really enjoyed having you on the show, learning more about Viper Chair. Before I let you go, though, could you share maybe some parting words of wisdom or advice with our listeners? Yeah, really just touching base on uh, what we talked about earlier about passion is like literally just find your passion, you know, trust your gut and just work your tail off. Uh, everything, you know, has its way of falling into place and you'll basically end up where you want to be by just following that. I know it sounds cheesy and it's one of those like overview things, but it, that's really all it takes is just finding what you want to do and doing it. That That's it. Very good. How can people learn more about Viper Chair? Um, so we have viperchair.com or viperindustrial.com because we are not just a chair company more. We do have some cool stuff out right now, like our garage fans. We also have a lot of other stuff coming out. Um, so viperchair.com or viperindustrial.com. And then we're also on all social media for um, Instagram and all that stuff as Viper Chair. Um, and then check out our YouTube channel and all that good stuff. We're making some, some funny videos. We're having a good time out here. So check them out. Most definitely. Uh, you listeners, I'll put links to all of these on Alex's show notes page. You can go to carsyeah.com, type in Alex Ostrohansky. Let me spell his last yep. name for you. O-S-T-R-I-H-O-N-S-K-Y. Or just type Alex in there. You'll find him. There's been a few Alexes on the show, but he's easy to spot when you see that very unique last name, Ostrohansky. Cool. Yeah. Alex, <laughs> Alex, this has been wonderful. Thank you for spending some time with us today, sharing your passion for Viper Chair and playing in the garage and making our experiences so much more delightful. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. Thanks, Mark. You're welcome. Maybe we could just get a Viper Chair and have some Viper Chair races. That'd be fun. 100%. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.